Thank you for downloading this free podcast. And also want to take a second to remind you to pick up your copy of Nightmare at Nibbler's. Of course, it's the real life ghost investigation of Greg Nibbler's house available now for your forever copy at funemploymentradio.com slash store. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I mean, there was there was something about it where it was just so unexpected. You know, I didn't, I would have never thought that's who it was going to be. Okay. But then when I saw it, it just made perfect sense. It made perfect sense, and at the same time, it kind of made me happy. It was a situation I think would probably make most people unhappy. And like, like angry for the well, rest you're of the day. Kind of an you odd like person. actually, it kind of. I I was really excited about it. Why were you excited about? it? I don't know exactly what happened, but it doesn't seem like if everybody else would not be happy about it. I think would you would. It was glorious, and I kind of want to find her. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, we have been doing this now for about six years, Sarah. Oh my gosh, in like less than a week, it's going to be in like less six than a years. week. It's been about six years. Oh my God. And uh, here's the thing. About six years ago, we were on uh, Rock 101 KUFO here out of Portland on commercial radio. And it was, what, last week was the anniversary? It was last week sometime. I can't remember what specific day. Okay. Last week, because we were part of the Rick Emerson show, which was uh, on that network. And there with Rick Emerson, myself, Sarah, and Mr. Tim Riley. And today, we are going to be joined... By Tim. Yes. Tim is going to be hopping here in studio in just a little bit. I'm so excited to see him. Tim is Tim is just the best. He's the best. Tim's and he also best. has his own podcast going on, so we want to talk yes. to him about that. We want to see how everything else in his life is going. Tim is just a, a magic human being. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. So Tim's going to be joining us here in just a little bit. And, uh, and we've got a bunch of other stuff to get to. Do you want to remind everybody? Of course, if you're going to do any uh, online shopping on the Amazons, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link at our site first. Just one extra click. That's it. You're supporting something. You're helping helping our podcast. You're helping the network. You're helping all these things just by doing that one extra click. Sir. Just the one extra just click. Just one extra click. Just one extra click. What's the, what's the problem with all one right, extra let's click? stop saying one extra click. What's, what's the issue with all one right, extra click? Enough. One extra click. All right. So uh, here we go. That is, that's what's going on. Now, what happened today before I went on? Uh, before before I got here was this. So this morning I was driving down to the studio, and if you don't know Portland, there's a lot of construction. So it's it, there's a lot there's a lot of side streets that are under. It construction. used to be just during the summer. Now it's all, every day of the year, all the time. Yeah, and and so I was uh, I was driving down to work, and I went down one of these side roads, and there was this lady. It was one of these issues where I live in an area where where the traffic has changed. A lot, and I think that's probably the same for a lot of people. But that now there's there's all these people that don't, I don't know, a, a lot of extra people on the road. And I went through this light, and this one lady pulled out in front of me. So not not, I mean, she she wasn't like right in front of me, but it was enough to where it was a nuisance. And did one of those things where you pull out in front and then start going really slow. Oh yeah, that's a that's a Portland trait. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, there is there's something about Portland drivers, but I don't think it's all Portland drivers. I think it's because there's a lot of people from out of town, they don't know how to drive in the rain, and then that's where the problem but is. But it's even Portlanders that like have lived here their whole lives don't know how to drive in the rain. Like it's just I think it's just living here in Portland 
that it just causes you to not be the best driver in the uh, in the world. I, I don't know. I think I'm a good driver. I don't. You're scary. Well, no, I'm just I'm not a passive driver. See, I'm drive. I you drive think with the purpose. world is out to get you when you have when you're driving because all of a sudden someone will turn you and be like, "Oh, what the hell is his problem?" Huh? <laughs> okay, I'll give you some rules. Some rules of driving. Number one, something that will set me off. I will say this: not using turn signals. That is a problem around here. That it would be on my like platform. They make turn signals for cars. I just here saw in Charlie Portland. Charlie Hales isn't running for mayor again, so maybe I ought to put my foot in the race just on this agenda. But yes, people are not using their turn signals. It is an important part of driving. You need to use your turn signal. You know what I've noticed? I've noticed that people don't stay in their lanes anymore. Yeah, there's there that. are lots of drift. There's lots of drifting in and out, like the like the hapless drifting, like lots of drifters. Yeah, there's drifters and no signalers, and mm. I don't like either. I don't. I don't like that at all. The drifting or the no signaling, signaling, signaling. It's kind of hard to say. No signaling. No signaling. Is it losing its meaning now because you've said it too many? No signal. Yeah, sometimes I think yeah. it might be. Um, but yeah, there's 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 the drifters and the no signalers and some of that. But otherwise, I think my driving is fine. I mm. just I don't. I mean, I use my horn. I'm liberal with my horn when you needed. You are a liberal horn user. Well, I mean, it's how else are people going to know? It's embarrassing. Yeah, but when somebody is driving terribly, I mean, it's my just, duty as a citizen to let them know that. Let they're me just doing say terrible. this: I, I I appreciate it. I I appreciate you know the rides that you give me, and like you know you dropped me off at work yesterday. I appreciate, it. but you are scary because you go from zero to a hundred in like a second. Like you all of a sudden decide that you like it's always like simmering underneath. Mm-hmm. But then once you once something finally allows you that. Anger release, you go fucking a hundred percent on it. What do you mean? I mean, there's always like some anger simmering on the. But as soon as someone wrongs you, you're like, oh, it's fucking on. All right, let's do this. Okay, well, that's no. I think what it is, I'm just, I'm, I'm a uh, an observer of the rules of the road. And you're not a dangerous driver. May I say that? Like you're a good driver. When yeah, I was going to say you're implying like I'm trying to run people over. That's not the case. No, no, no. But you're very, uh, you're involved. Yes, I'm very aware and <laughs> cognizant of my surroundings when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure, you know, I'm I'm present. I'm present when I'm on the road. And so I'm also observing what everyone else is doing. And I I am quick to notice when they're doing something wrong. And so, well, anyway, this, today what happened was that, you know, this woman pulled out in front. And that's at, for, for road rules, you know, for my personal road rules, if you're going to pull out in front of somebody, then you need to pick up the speed. You don't you don't slow down right after. You at least have to go. Yeah. The speed limit. Yeah. No, this woman wasn't doing that. I was and I could tell she was looking for something, didn't know where she was. And and that's fine. Doesn't make I was, it less annoying. No, it was still annoying, but I was being patient. <laughs> I wasn't honking at her. I didn't do that. I was just like, oh, come on, lady. And uh, she's going slow. And then I, she I realize she sees a parking spot. And here's the thing she didn't do. She didn't signal. Of course she didn't. But I knew what she was doing. Those ones where they just like pull off all of a sudden. No, no. It was parallel parking where she had to go in front of it and then back into it. And we were going slow enough. I knew that's what she was going to do. So I just stopped and I'm like, all right, you're going to do it. And then finally, yes, sure enough, she went past the the spot, started signaling and then backing up into it. There's nothing you do. I can't go around her. I can't do anything like that. So it was annoying, but it wasn't the end of the world. This is, though, what happened where you're, you're complaining about me. Okay, I'm going to give you an example of an angry driver. So the, this, per, this car behind me, behind me on this. Now, keep in mind, I have nowhere to go. There's no, I can't go in the other lane. There's like a bus in the other lane. You know, there's, there's traffic. This is just a two-lane street, and I can't go forward. There's literally nowhere I can go. Mm. This woman behind me slam, like, comes, comes screaming up. 
and and like because I could see her in my rearview mirror, and I thought she was going to hit me at first. Slams on her brakes behind me, and just starts laying on the horn. No way, laying on the horn <laughs> at me, and and then I'm looking behind her, and I'm like, "There's no way that she could possibly be uh, honking at me." So, I mean, you can clearly see there's nothing I can do, and. There's nobody else to be honking at. It was it was me. And then she starts doing the frantic, the arm wave. And that's one of the key things. Yeah, the arm wave, like up in the what air, like doing? disbelief, like, oh, my God, what are you doing? How dare you? And she's waving her arms at me, and she stuck her arm out the car and was, like, yelling at me, like, waving her arm at me like I was supposed to keep going. <laughs> Again, nowhere to go. There's a car in front of me, and there's traffic on the other side. There's nothing I do. And... uh and so I sat there, and finally I'm like, you know, I'm going to wave my arms back at her. And so I just waved my arms up kind of like she was doing, uh-huh. and like waggled them in the air, just because it was obvious there's, there's nothing I could do. And uh, and then she she took her arm back in, and you could tell I was watching her just seething. She was just so mad. And finally the car in front of me uh, turned off, and then we kept on going. And the, the key is who it is this person was when it, once, I, once I say what kind of person this was. And I want you to take some guesses. But um, we kept going down the road, and then sure enough, there was construction. You know, it's, it's one of those things. There's construction, and our lane was stopped. And so at this point, I was in the front car, and I stopped. And she came behind me again and just threw her arms up in the air again at me. Again, it's a st- construction stop sign. Like, I can't you blow. Can just plow through. I'm not going to yeah, run over the construction site. lady who's yeah. stopping the stopping traffic, and run head on into traffic. And she's just furious. And I really wish I would have got my camera out there. Um, although that would have been only while parked, not while driving. But still, it would have been great mm-hmm. periscope material. Um, and, and finally, we we got to go through that, and we got to the traffic light. I was turning left at this light, and she was clearly going straight. And that's one of those moments. You ever have that where you have a co- driver confrontation where you get into another lane, and then you know they're going to pull up into the lane yes. next to you? Oh, God, that's okay, so Okay, what awkward. do you do in that situation? Um, I'll usually wait until, like, they... Uh, like I'll basically Will you pull slow up even down. with them so you can make eye contact? No, it depends. Like I'll usually sometimes I'll like pull up and then I'll wait because I see them approaching and I'll wait to see where they stop and if they stop next to me, like I'll stop a little further back. <laughs> so that okay, they can't. so you won't you won't you won't move up so that you can see them. No, the only time that I get into confrontations is like I I got into a, a huge altercation with this woman who tried to run me over in her car, like when I was on my bicycle. Like, it was, oh, yeah. it was scary. I mean, well, that's, that's the one definitely, time. definitely, yeah. I see that. But I mean, like, traffic, like, you honked at each other or something like that, or somebody cut you no, off. No, I don't want And then you get to a traffic light, and there's two lanes, and you can, you can, you're, you're even with this other car. You can be even with the other car. Do you stop short? Yes, I stop short. I don't want to, I don't want to be even with the Oh, I'd never do it. I'd what? never do it. Oh, no, this is the greatest thing. Okay, if that ever happens especially if you feel like you're on the right, don't stop short. Roll right up there next to them and then just kind of glance over because I guarantee they're never going to look at you. If they're, if they're the people that are doing, like cutting people off and doing that and they get busted stopping at a stoplight and, and, and you're next to them, they're never going to look at you. And this is what happened with this thing. So I was in the left turn lane and she was going straight. So uh, we were both the front cars. She should have been right even with me. She stopped half a car length short. And so that so that we wouldn't be able to make eye contact. And then the best part is this, though. She stopped short because she wanted to avoid whatever confrontation or knew she was in the wrong. But here here it is. I want you to tell me what you think this woman looked like. I don't know. I mean, take a guess. Blonde. No. Should I guess like ages? Sure. 
uh, like uh, mid, like 40. Older than that. 50s, 60s. I would say 60s to 70s. Okay, 60s So to this 70s. woman, she stopped short, but then the, the light turned, so I couldn't turn left yet. So she was going past me, and I was looking over just because I wanted to see who this was. And she pulls up, and yeah, it's this probably 60 to 70-year-old woman with glasses. She had a placard on the side of her car, and I didn't get it. It was like a lavender stick-on-one, kind of like a Mary Kay thing, but it was lavender. So I, I think it was for like a flower shop. It all happened so fast, I missed the name of her business. But she had her business name on the side of her car. Oh, really? Yeah, like one of those stick-on magnet ones. Sure, sure. And she rolls by, and she glares at me, and she just mouths, fuck you, and flips me off, and keeps going down the road. (laughs) The old lady flipped you off? Flipped me off and said, fuck you, and kept going down the road. It was at first I sat there like, holy shit. And then I just started laughing and I couldn't stop laughing. It was uh, I did not expect it. I did not expect that this morning. I wouldn't even know how to respond to that by an old lady saying who mouths the word. She mouthed. Oh, my God. I kept going. I just wish I would have gotten the name of her business. I actually got gas just because just because it's just funny. Like I wasn't even mad. I was just that's. Well, there's nothing you could do. It's not like you were doing it on purpose. No. You were stuck in traffic. No. Yeah. I, it was just it was just funny. That's all it was. And um, yeah, but she is this just thinking about this woman, whatever the rest of her day is. She is the angriest woman I think I've ever encountered in quite some time. The angriest person on the road. And it was not who I expected it to be. So is this just on a main road on the way here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep, one of the smaller main roads. Yeah. I have noticed, like, some of the old-timers around Portland, though, as Portland is changing, they are getting a little angrier. So maybe it's just going, you know, through the form of, of road raging a little bit. It's being noted in the chat. There's a couple of different uh, things here. Uh, Stump Clown says, Greg, I'm buying you a gun for Christmas to settle things that way. That's, well, you know, maybe flash it, as uh, Keelan was saying. Then Keelan also said, No, that advice, is the Greg, worst idea ever. Never pull up to someone in Detroit. Never. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. I can get away with that here, though, because I feel like, look, okay, I'm... Hey, I'm not a dangerous driver, and I'm never going to get out of the car and do anything, but I feel like the people here, for the most part, are so passive, and if they are, and there, there are bad drivers, there's bad drivers, and they, and they may act aggressive, but they're really passive, mm-hmm. so then I feel like, uh, you know, I can be the kind of the, you know, rightful uh, enforcer, if you will. Maybe not enforcer. You're... You're not an enforcer of it. But I'm in the right. I'm in the right. So then I feel like I'm okay. This, though, I did not expect. This way, this lady. That's pretty impressive. It. Like, yeah. that you were able to take her, like, get her so upset that and she And I actually... wasn't doing... I was in front of her the whole time. I really... All I did was stop for the car parking, and I stopped for the uh, construction thing. The only thing I did was raise my hands up and wave them at her back. Oh, yeah. That could have been it. Uh, that might have been it. Yeah. I that might have been That stoked the, the crazy a little. That might have that turned it up. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, because you're you're really good at antagonizing. So I bet, like, as soon as she saw you doing that, she's like, "Oh, motherfucker!" <laughs> wow, you got an old lady to mouth fuck you to you. Yeah. Yep. That's that's how my day started today. I had an old lady flip me off and say, "Fuck you." <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, I'm super nervous for today. Yeah. I was telling you about this. I have so we talked about last week that I have my you know I got my new fancy job thing mm-hmm. well not it's not a fancy job but it's a job at a fancy place basically yeah, it's one of your side jobs i what mean fun I... employment radio is our is our full-time job and uh you know we have side jobs mm-hmm. to help along you can of course subscribe to the fun employment radio network for 6.99 a month the first week is free 
To listen live. Well, I'll be. You get to listen live. The podcasts are always free, but you can listen live and the archive and all the fine shows on the network. Well, today, so I'm doing, so I'm learning something new with my uh, new job that I just mm-hmm. got. And I've been like doing like the, uh, basically I'm, I'm like a bartender for like specific events that this company has. So like I've done it a couple of times now, but today for the first time, I'm actually training with the like super fancy like mixologist cocktail maker guy today. Okay. Which I'm super nervous about. So like what kind of cocktails are we talking about? I don't know, like fancy ones, like fancy ones that I have no idea how to make that I'm going to be learning how to make. Like, are we talking like like Coyote Ugly style? You're gonna have to get on a bar and like dance, or no, Greg? I'm talking about having to make like actual like classy, like cocktail things that I don't know how to make, like, like you know, like the, like zest and like things that are shaken, stirred, and mm-hmm. you know, like mixed particular ways. And I'm really nervous. Are you gonna have to like flip the bottles, like that kind of thing? I don't think I'm gonna have to do that. Like what? Because I don't know exactly what you mean by fancy bartender. It's a it's a. Uh, I'm basically training with a very ex- highly experienced and highly regarded bartender who's really good at what they do. And like Tom Cruise style? Uh, no, it's not going to be throwing around bottles. But I do, however, have to like kind of you know I have to know what I'm doing. But also, I'm afraid that like my my kind of trashy is going to show through. What do you mean you're trashy? I mean I'm just not. I like I want to be classy. Like I want to be you know a, a classy individual. Mm-hmm. But I am you know, and I'm really going to try really hard. But I mean, you're just going to assume that everything's Sinfire shots or. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Is that Sinfire? Oh, is that a? You make that with Sinfire? On a PBR? So you. Want? I, don't, I don't quite get you. <laughs> so so what do you do? I mean I I don't really understand. I don't know. I'm going to be underfoot. I'm. I would assume you'd have to flip today. bottles though if it's going to be a fancy you bartender. Don't flip bottles. Do you light stuff on fire? I don't know if you light stuff on fire. Well, if you want to get the extra tips, and that's the kind of tricks you have to learn. You have to get them to teach you the real tricks, like um, how to like open a bottle with your teeth, and then like like pop it off, and then you know you can do that kind of trick. I don't want to break my teeth on a bottle. Well, now you got to you got to have them teach you, and then the other kinds of tricks, you know, you can like flip bottles upside down, and flip them around behind your back. And then catch it, and then pour the drink, like pour two drinks at the same time, one behind your back, one in front. I'll give you some tips. So, uh, yes, with your, with your vest, artisanal bartending well, experience. I'm a fan, and so I can understand You're a fan what's of going bars. on. <laughs> sure. And so I would say, yeah, if, if you can learn to like juggle, juggling is always good at these kinds of events. They will appreciate something like that because these these are fancy people attending a fancy event. They want to show. You're the entertainment. No, I'm not so, the entertainment. I'm the opposite of entertainment. I'm the beverage giver. So, yeah, Stan and Bakersfield said, introduce the cowboy spritzer to the party. There you go. Can we put a cowboy spritzer on the uh, on the menu there? Uh, that'd be a very special event. I would go to that event. No, But no, you, I'd say... Which is why I don't think you've ever been to this bar. Juggling would be good. Juggling is not going to be good. And I'm not People opening anything juggling. with my teeth. Who doesn't love juggling? Like, say you've got like three three bottles of vodka or something. And you're flipping them upside down. And then, bam, you pour a drink and you roll the other two. You keep keep juggling the other two bottles with your other hand while you're pouring. And, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a really great thing. That's one idea. Spitting fire is also a fantastic I'm idea. I'm really not going to be spitting fire. They're not going to teach you that? I How don't... good of a bartender is this guy? He's pretty good. If he doesn't know how to spit fire. I don't know if he... He probably knows how to spit fire. I don't think he's going to teach me how to spit fire, though. Huh. What about... Um, it's just always so stressful being the new person, though, and especially training, because you're uh-huh. just so in the way. I hate being in the way. And, like, this person's going to be trying to do his job. Ooh. Uh, another good uh, good what? advice. Stumpcon says, make sure you have a three-minute story for every drink. Yes, talk a lot. 
a lot about each drink and about where it's from and and every all, every little detail about it. Um, talk about that. So it takes a little while to get the drink, but it's more about the experience. Let's see, Spitfire. I talked about juggling, right? Yes, you talked about. Okay, juggling. so you got to juggle Spitfire. Uh, jumping up on the table is always good. That's something that's that'll make you stand totally out. Totally not because you want to stand out. You I don't want to stand out. I actually want to be opposite of stand out. You want it? Well, I mean, but you want to be, be the a one, part of people's good time. I you don't wanna want to be the one at the end of the night. I mean, the goal for you is to be there, there at their very fancy party. The end of the night, the goal is for them to remember you. And so that's kind of the thing. Like, no matter what happened at their fancy party, they'll be like, remember that chick that got up on the table? Like, did she even work there? I don't know. But I, she poured a hell of a vodka soda afterwards. So there, that's, um, that's, that would be one of the things, one of your goals. Oh, my God. I'm so, this is making me even more nervous. Not because any of the ridiculous scenarios you're bringing up are going to actually Oh, happen. you also have to know how to throw drinks down the bar. I've seen Oh, slide seen them down? Yeah, slide them down the bar. Oops. I like to say I was practicing right there. Slide them down the bar like one, two, three, four, and then have them stop right in front of the person who's getting the drink. That's a cool trick. I've seen that in movies. What are the kinds of tricks? Will I don't know, but now you've made me even more nervous. I'm just saying. I mean, I think this could be. I, I think I think it'd be pretty cool. I think maybe maybe at uh, Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, which is happening November 12th, you could show Seamless. off show off some of your uh, fancy moves. You know, spit fire I'm not or something. That night. I bet Nick will let you spit fire out there. I'm not going to spit fire really? at the Landmark Saloon, four eight four seven Southeast Division, on Thursday, November twelfth, for our bingo tournament. Yeah, no. which when registration starts at six. I mm. mean, the 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 whole event starts at six thirty. Maybe we could spit fire to start it off. Have you ever tried it before? No. Oh yeah. I had a friend who did it though, and he lit his head on fire. Yeah, I have a friend who did that too. Yep. Uh, a friend, uh, friend of the show, who did that and went ended up going to the hospital. He's okay. It was a long time ago. So is mine. He has, he, has a, he has a scar. He has my friend does too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, fairly when you, impressive when you for try a second to, until his whole head lit on fire. I'm like, oh, that's not good. I wasn't there when my friend did it, but when you try to light Everclear, like take, take a mouthful of Everclear and light it on fire, if you miss the first time, wipe the Everclear off your face before you try it again. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler it's still alert. flammable. Whoa, so if Everclear's not in the bottle, that means it's still flammable. It's still flammable. Wow. It still works. All right, well, I hope you learned some cool tricks that you can uh, show off I am seriously freaked out, and that didn't, like... What, are you just, like, learning how to, like, mix drinks? Like, what yeah, goes in like what? Yeah, it's, like, an experience. Like, this is one of those, like, really nice places where where they have, like, all different kinds of signature cocktails that you have to make just so, like, in... I, I just, I'm nervous. Don't they have the recipes there? But you have to know what you're doing in order in order to. Be but isn't that why there. you're training? I am training, but I mean. So in, I mean, isn't that how everybody learned was by training at one point? I suppose so, but I hate being the trainee <laughs> because it's just all you are is in the way and you're messing. But things then, how up. are you going to learn if you're not the trainee? I, I know that it's a process, but I just I I'm always I'm so clumsy and awkward in life anyway. Are you gonna like knock stuff over? I have knocked stuff over before. I'm Uh-oh. just spastic. I'm, I'm a little flaily. Are you gonna sweat? like sweat a lot while you're there because that's I mean again I think the important thing though is for you maybe even for the training today to come in there and and wow him with what you do know like if you can even juggle like two things at a time and I think right off the bat show him that you know the lingo show him you know what you're talking about you know show him that you're I'm not gonna pick there. up something from his bar and start juggling it <laughs> but I mean he may be impressed you'll be like that takes initiative he will that not takes, be impressed he's being takes, nice enough to let me come in on his shift and like shadow him around that is some gumption and I like where you're going with it and uh, and I think you're gonna go far in this game you know if that's what you want 
Do you know words? Do you know? Let me ask you this. Do you know what uh, a box drink is? Isn't that like boxed wine? No. It's when you pour everything into a shaker without ice, just so the ingredients blend together and you don't shake. Yes. So you don't shake the drink with ice. It's oh. called boxing it. Yeah. These are, these are words that you need. Um, let's see. Chaser. I bet you know what a chaser is. That's the thing that you drink after you take a, mm-hmm. some alcohol. What is what is a cloudy drink? It's uh, has vermouth in it. When a martini has been shaken, it gets a cloudy look. Okay, well, yeah, then vermouth. All okay, right. what is a cobbler? Pie? It's a drink served with crushed or shaved ice in a highball or Collins glass, and then it has a garnish of fruit or mint sprigs. That's good to know. Fruit sprigs? I don't want to eat fruit sprigs. So bring these up right when you go. Do you like, just be like, hey, uh, where do you keep your fruit sprigs at? Um, I'm just curious if we're I don't be even know any, what a fruit sprig looks like. Just in case we're making any cobblers today, I was just wondering, you know, where you keep your fruit sprigs at this bar. Yeah, say things like that, just drop little hints like that, and I think that'll get you a lot further along. It will. It will do the exact opposite. <laughs> I'm not going to ask. What for do you a fruit keep? So, sprig. what do you keep? A your fruit, fruit sprig sto- sounds like um, like a grape stem that is, but all the grapes have been picked off. Oh, stump clown again. He's full of good ideas today. Uh, in the live chat here, Carl, uh, always makes a drink in the customer's mouth. That is something else you could offer there. Yeah. Hey, you want that without a glass? Open up. Yeah, man. Tonight's sink Also or offer belly button shots. I'm not going to offer belly button shots. Tonight is sink or swim. Like, if I can't do this today, I mean, I don't know. Oh, boy. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. Um, do you know what? Uh, I'm trying to think here. Do you know what wet or dry means? It's a martini term. How much vermouth is put into a martini? The less vermouth, the drier the martini. The more vermouth, the wetter the martini. Okay. See? You'd be like, you want this wet or dry? Where's your fruit sprigs at, bro? Come on. We're going we're gonna to juggle some shit? We're going to spit What's some up, fire? Bro? Where are my fruit sprigs at? Who's doing the first belly button shot? What are we doing here? Stop saying belly what button kind of bar, shot. What kind of bar is this? We're here to have a good time, right? Make a night out of it for everybody. Even fruit sprig, bro? Do you even fruit sprig, bro? <laughs> That's how you should do it. Okay. There you go. There's a little lesson. Thank you for the good advice. Yes, you're, you're welcome. You know, I try to do what I can. I have knowledge in a lot of things, and I just figured I'd One of I'd which like is to... not bartending. Well, you know, I mean, I just like to share share the knowledge that I do have, and I think uh, I think this could be a good calling for you. I am a little worried about your juggling skills. Not going to lie. Okay. Not going to lie. All right. Uh, should we go ahead and go to break? Yes, I believe our guest is here. Okay. All right. Let's uh, take a break because we are going to be joined by Mr. Tim Riley. Oh, my God. Right news here. News God. Yes. News God extraordinaire, Tim Riley. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. And this is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah. And you're listening to Greg the Nibbler. And Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun fun employment. You should all listen to fun employment. Now. And nibble it. I love how you, uh, Sarah, I'm going to admit, you look like you're trying to keep it together and not worry about ear mites right now. I'm I'm kind of freaking out about ear mites right now. (laughs) I thought that you guys would be aware of ear mites. I know I'm not. And like I I leave my headphones in here. Uh And a lot of people, I mean, they're very clean. They're, They're showered. But a lot of people wear my headphones, and now like my ears are totally itchy. I feel like 
Something is crawling in my eardrum. Oh, oh Tim. <laughs> Give me a toothpick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Tim Riley to Fun Employment Radio. Oh, Thanks, guys. <laughs> so, Tim, right when he walked in, he said oh. that he brought his own uh, headphones. Because and, I'm afraid of ear mites. Yeah. So, so, Which I am now afraid of ear mites. I'm going to admit, I didn't know about ear mites either. How did you hear about ear mites? Well, I... I forgot my headphones at work one day, so I borrow the community headphones. Always bad because oh, nobody God. wants those. It's you like never... community food in the kitchen. I mean, you, you know, somebody <laughs> probably cleaned the inside of a toilet seat with them and then put them back on the counter. <laughs> so the day after I wore them, my eardrums are itching, itching. And co-workers, you must have ear mites. Oh, God. What that's what I made sure that I always carry my headphones in my bag everywhere I go, even here, <laughs> because I am not putting on anybody else's I headphones. I don't blame you, ever. and I am not insulted in the least. You, no. And, no. Uh, I hope nobody else is insulted when now I'm going to start locking up my headphones. So. <sighs> now i got to think about who uses these headphones. Who would be the one? Because there'd be one person that well, brought them in. Well, because you use my old headphones, because I your do. headphones... So those headphones I've had since... Yeah, these these would be full Tim, of Tim, I mites. think I've had those since KOTK. I'm pretty sure. They're in sure. good shape. They're in pretty good shape. Yeah. All the all the like leather, the covering of the ear pads are rubbed off, so it's all just cloth now, which means the ear mites could be living in there. Oh god. Oh. Yeah, I'm only wearing these cuz I broke my other ones too. But then oh, yeah, now I'm not now I don't want to wear these the anymore. Maybe the ear mites ate away at them. Oh. oh. I think we seem to have a big burn pile. Let's just burn all our headphones <laughs> and start over again. <laughs> Can we just do this. Well, so you guys have a big anniversary coming up, don't you? We do. Yeah, November 5th. Oh my god. November 5th, 6 years. It's been 6 years. Years, Tim, six years since that uh, since that blip on KUFO. Oh yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, two weeks after we got there, I'm thinking, please, please, fire me today. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I just remember all of us running out of the room like every time any of the songs would play, and then we'd have less and less time to talk. The only interesting thing about that was when they would catch squirrels in the ventilation unit and oh. give them to receptionist every Monday morning. I forgot about that. Yes, there were that. Wasn't there <laughs> that's, that's the, the strange girl right that would like yeah. keep them as pets? Yeah. And now, yeah, she keep them in a shoebox up there. Squirrels that got into the building. So don't ask me where the squirrels are because not a train runs through that site. I know. It's amazing yeah. how small it is with no building there. Right? right? I know. Like all the like, crazy stuff that happened in that area. I'm like, and I d- I'll drive by it. I'm like, well, that just looks sad. It's just yeah. a train platform with some tracks. So the building, for anybody who doesn't know, the building that we all worked in, it's they, they put in a max line, a transit line through that. So it's completely gone. They all plowed of it down. Yeah, which was which was just crazy to to drive by there. Now I still like out of habit every now and then I'll be like, uh, turn right, turn right, and you can't turn right there. Oh yeah, don't do that. No, I remember <laughs> like driving to there every uh-huh. morning, just like you know, four o'clock in the morning. Well, you and Tim were always there first. So, so. I wonder yeah. where all the homeless people are urinating these days. <laughs> <laughs> remember, we, we used to have staff meetings, and they used to be up against the window of the PD's <laughs> office when we were going to be yelled at. When we tell you to take a commercial break, you take a commercial break. Oh, <laughs> when they tell Letterman to take a commercial break, you take a commercial break. My, and these homeless people yeah. would be urinating on the window they where we were getting yelled up on the GM. And it was kind of scary, too, because it would be like in the middle of the night or like even like early in the morning, there'd be people like hanging out in the oh, parking yeah. lot. Always like, trying to get in that door, too. Trying to get in the door. I used to get so mad when people wouldn't close that door all the way. I mean, it, it closed pretty easily, but there were some times where they just leave it like cracked. I'm like, no, no, don't do that. Don't, don't leave it open for them. They're gonna get in here. Yeah, it's being pointed out. Uh, a listener said, I, "I remember when uh, you guys would say we'll be back in only 17 minutes <laughs> when we'd have to go to songs and then commercials." And then- oh yeah, and then we had those short songs that were a minute and a half that nobody noticed. Somebody yeah. expertly edited those. Who yeah, I don't know how that would have happened. Uh, I don't know how Nickelback got turned into a minute I have and a half no song. Idea. It was very well done. <laughs> it was. It was quite. It, that was artistry. Yeah, nobody ever. I don't think we ever got any calls on it either. No. 
Because People nobody gave a shit. No. no. But everyone uh-uh. came back in 17 minutes. I know. No. <laughs> they went up and did the air. I know. That's what we do. We'd like microwave some breakfast, get some coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The only person I think that ever complained that I, that I got was somebody in the office um, who had nothing to do with our station or management. He was like a production guy. He's like, no, just... you really shouldn't ruin Aerosmith like that. I'm like, well, too bad. Too bad. <laughs> too bad. You'll be gone in two yeah. months. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't ruin it. Yeah, he was <laughs> mad I ruined Aerosmith. <laughs> oh, God, when you just brought up those after work, um, like after show meetings, I just remember mm-hmm. like, you know, our our PD at the time, like he would tell us one thing and be like, oh, you could totally get away with it. And then as soon as his boss would come in, he'd be like, what do you think you're doing? I'm like, geez. Like getting yelled at every day was not the most relaxing thing in the world. Well, I, I think one of the only fun things that we did there was when Rick cracked that toilet with a sledgehammer to retrieve that uh, that cell phone. <gasps> yes! And I was thinking about how I was gagging because there was feces on the cell phone and I was supposed <laughs> to be posing for this picture and I could not look at this feces <laughs> on the cell phone that Rick retrieved. It didn't seem to bother him. It really bothered me a lot. I know, and Rick's like I a still, clean freak, too. Like, I'm going... <laughs> 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 Let's post for a picture with feces covered cell phone oh, that we just. That never did really make a lot of sense. <laughs> Whose phone <laughs> fell in there? It, it, it was a listener's. Was it, was it a, a listener's? Yeah. yeah, and they brought the toilet. They brought the entire toilet I in on the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> and Rick cracked it with a sledgehammer. And we- got the toilet out. It was like one of those old like flip phone things. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Who brings a toilet to a radio st- I mean... They, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Back in the good old days, maybe. But those toilet- radio stations are toilets these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've seen a, a radio, the inside of a radio station like sooner, like, you know, more recently than we have. Is it I still... Have. Does it still have the, the same kind of magic or fun? Or is it just kind of like everyone just going there, doing their thing? And Well, everyone's close to retirement and people really don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember 1989. Mm. Really? What did you do? I remember the early 90s. <laughs> you know, nothing has really happened since then right <laughs> oh well you still um so you're still on the air briefly from time to time on on kpm right yes i am on terry boyd's world every so often and i fill in but most of the time i'm just doing my podcast now <gasps> yes and that's what we want to yeah. talk to you about the future the future and the present yes you know, ever since i've been in itunes i've got these listeners from like i'm like i have one of the biggest shows in uruguay that's awesome. That is so cool, too. <laughs> but, but the only worrisome thing is, is I have one listener in Korea. Now, I'm not sure if that's South Korea or if it's North Korea. I think we know who that is. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's good or bad. No. Isn't it fascinating, though, <laughs> podcasting, you can track where people are listening yeah, to you? it's pretty amazing. In, in South America, uh, Colombia, all the big drug countries. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of listeners there. What kind of news are you giving them? I don't know. But it's different all the time. It depends on what the I The tides like will be out across Columbia. <laughs> exactly. So how often are you putting out podcasts? Mostly every weekend. Unless I'm, cool. um, I'm super busy. But see, I, you guys, like, you have a, a much bigger area. So I have to produce everything myself. Mm. So I never know how long it's going to turn out to be. Oh, yeah. And once I start putting it together, I don't know how long it's going to be. Yeah. So most weekends I have something. And sometimes they go on location. I went to, uh, I took my mobile microphone to the Madonna concert at the <gasps> Motor Center. Oh, my God. How was it? I heard it was just amazing. It was truly amazing. Uh. And they had the Jesus freaks outside. So I had them on this week's oh, podcast. Oh, really? You're all going to hell. They're still protesting Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Way to go, there. Madonna. So there were three people in Jesus, Jesus t-shirts. I couldn't figure out which one was Jesus. <laughs> and they didn't even have tickets to the concert. And finally we went in. But yeah, it's a lot of fun to do. Oh, wow. So did you talk to any of the Jesus freaky people? I did. Yeah, I have on, on this week's 
podcast. How how God old were they? Were they uh, younger? They were young. Yes, I was really surprised. I was like wondering if they were still holding on to like you know like a virgin days. They're all you know forty years old, fifty years old, still holding I mean, on to that. Youngish, or if they're younger. They yeah. might not have lived in a world that didn't have Madonna. They should respect her. That's, that's what I mean. Like, there's so good. many things to get offended by. For I would think for those people, I would think Madonna would be low on the list at this point. But I guess not. Yeah. Well, good yeah. for her. I mean, if she's still she's still making news, however she does. Oh no. Oh, she, yeah. She looked mm. much better this time. Like <gasps> that's people, what I heard. People told me she used to look like beef jerky. Not anymore. She looks like healthy beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> like beef jerky injected. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was an enjoyable show, and the whole place was filled up. Oh, that's so. Yeah, I have a bunch of friends that went to it. Yeah. And they said and. They said it was one of the greatest shows they've ever seen. I mean, my only regret is the food is horrible there. Oh, yeah. There's this place called, I won't mention the name of it, but I was charged three times for the same plate of cold chips. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And you go into this joint. There are no signs, no directions on what to do when you get in there. And then I read online a lie that they had a vegan vegetarian restaurant that turned out to be a cooler with things that just didn't have meat in them. (laughs) (laughs) That's messed up. There's some crackers. uh, Yeah. Those places always make me nervous, too, which is why I like to carry cash with me, because I don't want to, you know, like if you're getting charged three times, it just seems kind of sketchy. Yeah, I know. So I'm not going to try to go out to eat the next time I go to the Motor Center. But the last time I was here was like 10 years ago. Go to see David Bowie. Oh wow! I was at that show too. You were at that show too. Yes. How yes. come I didn't see you? I, I I think there were a couple people there. <laughs> there were a couple people on the way out too. I was just telling Greg the other day because we were talking about um, like people that we were happy that we were able to see and David yeah, Bowie's. You've definitely. got quite a collection. I've got a collection. I know it's not as yeah. David you Bowie, had, I never saw. You had Crosby, Stills, and Nash, right? Well, yeah, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. It was cool, and I'm not a huge Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Young fan, but um. Oh, it did was you get cool Neil Young as well? No, oh. that was the, that was the one thing. Like the entire time we were there on their tour, there were rumors that Neil Young was showing up at shows just randomly oh. and performing. And so sat there the whole show, like maybe Neil Young's coming out now. Now you like see him go backstage because they they're they're old. They take breaks and then they come back out. Oh my god! Like, it's oh bring out Neil Young. no, Neil Young's still not there. But oh well. Oh, it was still good though. It was it was a good show. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, but David Bowie, that would have been incredible. It was. It was amazing. a good show. He is like he is a, unbelievable. He is unreal, mm-hmm. and he just doesn't age. He just becomes more no, and more. He's not beef jerky. He is not beef jerky. <laughs> well, didn't David he say Bowie. he's not doing any more shows? Or? That's what I had heard. Did you hear that, Tim? I had heard that, but I didn't know if it was true. I don't believe that it's true. I, I mean, they all say that. And they then he'll launch like a last tour or something. Well, it's probably year. he'll like do, yeah, he'll like stop touring for like a month and realize that, you know, he probably still wants to do it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get a chance to see him again. Gosh darn it. I mean, you well, got to do a farewell tour. Mm-hmm. Don't you guys have a big show coming up with Bingo or something? We, we do. do. <gasps> I'm going to hear all about it. Do you like, do you like Bingo? <laughs> I haven't played in a long time. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so fun. So we're doing a Bingo night at uh, this place called the Landmark Saloon on 48th and Southeast Division. Uh-huh. And it has like a big heated patio, so we're going to have it outside and we're going to have like games and uh, we made like these uh, makeshift Bingo cards mm-hmm. and it's just going to be kind of a, like a smaller involved yeah, event. it's going to be excited. fun. So I'll have to write that down on my iPhone and try to be there. You, that would be so yes. amazing. Yeah, let us know and we'll save you a card. Wow, that'd be fun. Yeah, of course. What type of valuable prizes will there be? Oh my goodness, Tim. Well, let me tell you. Yeah. We're not sure yet, but they're going to be valuable. <laughs> <laughs> no, pe- people, are very, like, people are very excited about it online. Yes. I, I've been reading all about it. I mean, I don't spend that much time online. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people always say, 
Uh, what do you do online? Do you have LinkedIn? I go, why would I have LinkedIn? Who would be looking for me? You know, people who are middle-aged, the only people looking for people like me are, are trying to sell prepaid cremation. <laughs> so, I mean, why, what do I want with LinkedIn or to spend my whole day on social media? I Nobody's looking for me. <laughs> I'm so glad you don't understand LinkedIn because I was thinking that I was maybe missing out on something important because I don't get it. You've you got to be in your 20s, a tall Aryan-type looking person. And if you're a, a wife, have a wife named Jennifer and, and two handsome children who play soccer. And those are the people who are on LinkedIn who are moving up in the world. Six-figure salary. They go on to different six-figure salary jobs like every six months, and they all look alike. Oh, my God. There's claim in the LinkedIn They're just trading letter. it out, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God. But that's what LinkedIn is. So I, I'm not tall enough for LinkedIn, apparently, and, and I don't look Aryan enough, and I'm, I don't have a wife and two children, so I don't belong in LinkedIn. Just tall Aryan people. That's what LinkedIn's for. Absolutely. Oh, my God. That makes the most amount of sense, actually. I just started working um, I just started working at this hotel. I'm doing a part-time like banquet bartender kind of thing. You can't tell us which hotel it is, can you? Yeah, no, no. I can't tell. I'll tell you off can the you air. Can you give us initials? Uh, I'll tell you off the air. Because oh. I want to use, I want to be able to H-I, use some Holiday of the stories. <laughs> yes, it's Holiday Inn. <laughs> Holiday Inn Express. Call the Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> but there's... She's, she's got a 24 pack of beer in her truck of her car. And... <laughs> it's the Motel 5 and a half on Powell. Te- it's not technically sanctioned oh God, by the, the hotel. Oh the one that the rates but... change every hour? The one that someone's murdered in. Yes. Where it's like only 34 Drag your feet through the, the body. trail of blood on the second floor. To <laughs> Grab yourself a cocktail on the way. <laughs> All right. That is going to be the one that I say I work at. No, I work at. <laughs> I play and nightly at Carol's Crack Band <laughs> at the Motel 8 on Powell. <laughs> oh, so but, getting back to your story about your job, totally I want right. to hear about it. I was working some like shishi party yesterday, uh-huh. and they are all just tall and blonde and like bejeweled, and they all they were like, all hired from LinkedIn. I know. I was going to say they are all LinkedIn people. You I totally you. described them. That's why I got off LinkedIn. I just did not belong. <laughs> My we're, feelings were hurt in this hurt feelings world. <laughs> We're more of a Facebook type. I think so. Yes. <laughs> so, Tim, when you're doing your podcast, yes. do you do you tackle? Do you still do like news updates? Do you tackle what's going on in Portland, all around the world? What do you focus on mostly? You know, I do a different theme every time, so it's nice. different every time. I want it to be an adventure and listening, and not like terrestrial radio where it's background noise. It's been on for three hours. I don't know what I just listened mm-hmm. to. Yeah. So, so I make them short because, well, people don't want their time taking up. They listen to several different things. Mm-hmm. So I try not to go over 15 minutes, and I pick different topics, and I play old commercials, too, and, and some, like... Uh, dialogue from old videos, whatever I feel like doing, because I'm sitting in a room by myself. Oh, <laughs> and you get to make the decisions. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is so exciting. So I don't call in people who want to critique me. We would like you to sound like somebody else. Yeah. Say, I'm going to sound like myself, and there's nobody in here that tells me I can't. So. Gosh darn right. And you know what? It seems that's like fantastic. it's working. I mean, you're having listeners all over the world, and that's the benefit of podcasting. Mm-hmm. It isn't just one small community that can hear you. Everybody can. I know. Especially in Aragoy. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. In Colombia. And Colombia. And Venezuela. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> any place where there are drug lords hanging around. We, we have tons of listeners. <laughs> don't send Tim any gifts in the mail. Yes. Don't, do not mail Tim any unmarked no. packages. <laughs> I mean, I could use more money because it's almost time to get rid of my 21-year-old Volvo. Oh. Uh-oh. It is leaving a trail of oil everywhere. No. It, I love your y- Volvo. I know. I do, too. But it might have to be put out the pasture or, or given away to somebody. But I'm thinking about getting an electrical car. Ooh. Like, um, what's that ugly thing? That the plugs Prius in? thing? Nope. The uglier one. Uh, uh, the, the Nissan. One that looks like a Kleenex box? Yeah. That looks like a housewife's car from the 1960s. Ulta? Yeah. Is it an Ultima yeah, yeah, yeah. or something? No, no. It's a, a, a Nissan Leaf. 
Leaf. Leaf. And if I yes. get one, I'm I'm going to become an Uber cab driver in my spare time <gasps> because it sounds like fun. That's a great idea. Uber and Lyft are so fantastic. I mean, yeah, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're reasonably priced. Like you can actually, you know, get like they'll show up when they're supposed to. Yeah. Oh, that's a great investment, honestly. And the thing is about an electric car, you don't have to worry about putting gas in. Mm-mm. And they have these charging stations at every Fred Meyer. Oh, so you can just park it there and, do you, and let it you, charge. Do your shopping for yeah. half an hour and come back and it's all charged up. Oh, that's that's a great idea, Isn't actually. Is that a great idea? Yeah. I feel sorry about getting rid of the Volvo, but it's getting up Yeah, but years. 21 yeah. years, I mean. 21 years is a long time in, in Volvo years. I mean, the cassette deck still plays. <gasps> so does mine. I still have in the back. I have my car parked out here. I swear. I, I look at it and I never take them out. I still have uh, some Hot Talk 1080 KOTK tapes in the oh, back really? window of my car. When I used to like have to, you know, make copies of songs. Oh, that is so neat. I know. I have a couple of them that I saved because I, I like liked the song, but I didn't. But I, and so I recorded them when we were at the studio. So I still have these laying in the back seat. I'm like, okay, now it's just I don't even see them because they've been there for so long. Uh huh. Yeah. I want to kind of listen to what's on them though. We should totally play one of those on the air. We should actually. Yeah. I have a few of them back there. Yeah. So the mouse in your trunk didn't eat those. The mouse. This is a different car. Is it? Did you bring the mouse along with it? Didn't. <laughs> Did the mouse go with the sale of the car? Oh, God, that was so gross. <laughs> Has anything else Remember, been eaten? I ended it? up selling that rat car to Richie for like, I think like, I sold it to Richie for like $400. I can see the Craigslist ad, rat car for sale. <laughs> Whatever happened to Richie? I heard he I became a farmer in the East County. He became a what? farmer? Really? That's, yes. That, that's a rumor. Yeah, Richie makes no sense and all the sense, so that just... Totally. Yeah, I guess that, that would fit like something in. something that well, would happen. Well, I was watching an old video of us the other day, as a matter of fact. I used a, a part of it in this podcast because I was trying to find an appropriate sound cut that somebody might have forgotten. And I found the one of the day that the uh, the Cobra came in and lunged across the board at you. Oh. And Rick was standing on, on top of the refrigerator. And Richie went up and back of Rick and went, Psst. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you remember? The- oh, Rick was so mad. Yeah, I yeah. remember. <laughs> that thing was well, scary. That, it was. It it yeah. lunged. It, it lunged. And I was standing next to you because I thought it'll bite you before it bites <laughs> <I know>. me. <laughs> and sure enough, it lunged toward you first and spared me. I was between Tim and the snake. And then Rick's climbed up like in a corner somewhere. I'm like, what is happening here? Oh, I forgot about the snake. That was such a bad idea. That was a, a bad idea. That was a terrible idea. But apparently these were trained snakes and they, they were quite harmless. <laughs> Except for when they lunge at you. <laughs> Except when they lunge at you. It's <laughs> a cobra in a studio. Nothing could go wrong there. Yeah. There's that cobra. There's the cobra whiskey. Oh, remember that The thing? cobra whiskey, I remember seeing that. Do you remember oh, when yeah. Richie had that bottle of yeah. whiskey with the cobra inside of it? That oh, was pretty gross. That was super gross. That's as bad as the toilet with the cell phone. I know. <laughs> we did a lot. <laughs> oh, no, we had barbecues outside. Man, we were abandoned in that building for a year oh, before yeah. somebody came for us. Mm-hmm. No, they ignored us. We were blowing up stuff in the parking lot. We, <laughs> nobody even cared. We were blowing up watermelons. Yep. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun to be forgotten about and not cared about. And finally, they got around to us and they brought us over and they really stuck it in our I backs. Know, once we got us there. I remember you telling me how special it was too. You're like, Sarah, you don't usually get this kind of freedom. No. And then, like, as soon as it was gone, I'm like, you're totally right. We had we had entire third floor of an abandoned building. We were the only ones. In. We pillaged everything. Like, like it's like it was like the apocalypse. Everyone just left their stuff behind. So we'd like go through cubicles and find and find like you know, like notebooks and pens. And there were like messages blinking for the salespeople who would never return. <laughs> that was fun. I still have um, so the black chair that's in the studio in oh, here. Really? That's from uh, the kitchen. Oh, from the third floor of KOTK. I used to have the full set, and then I ended up <laughs> so now I have one of the chairs. I had forgotten the kitchen at KOTK. Oh yeah, I could have visualized that. I know. Wow, it was like that the, was so long ago. Yeah, it was on like the sales side, the sales and then it was side. really sad and small. Okay, 
Yeah. <laughs> I barely like, remember that, except there was a secret floor above ours, and nobody knew what was up there. <gasps> yeah, nobody Oh, there's knew. a hidden floor? We knew or the floor hidden, was up but, there, uh, but, I mean, but it wasn't listed, and you couldn't get there by the elevator. You couldn't oh. get there by the elevator, and there were a lot of scary-looking businessmen that would go in there, and there was no sign for what mm-hmm. it was. Wow. They were just up on the fourth floor, and we just you didn't talk to them. Did anybody ever try to get up there? No. No, we're too afraid. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I mean, there was, there was no security. Was, That's not to call attention to yourself. <laughs> there wasn't security. There wasn't anything. It was just us in a building blowing things up and hanging out. That's pretty much it. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty fun. <laughs> it was good times, actually. It was. What are you guys doing for Halloween? Uh, I don't know. Do did you ever see the movie Troop Beverly Hills? No. By any chance? No. All right. It's an 80s movie starring Shelley Long. I'm dressing as her character. I'll show you after. She and was then, really mean on that show. She used to hold up Cheers filming all the time. Oh, I, heard, I heard that she was horrible on yeah. Cheers. Did she get yeah. fired from Cheers or did she quit? I don't know. Did she quit or get fired? I heard she, because her and Kirstie Alley like, weren't getting along and she was well, mad Kirstie when Kirstie Alley became a, more of a love interest. I thought I didn't think they were, I thought Kirstie Alley replaced Shelley Long. I don't know. I don't but know I do know, I remember that she was problematic. I remember reading that. Yeah, this is pre-Kardashian days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a different was America. Gossip, yeah. it, it was a different world then. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Are Shelley Long and Ted Danson getting along? I don't know. And then Greg is going to be dressing as Jon Snow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, from, from Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah I'm going to try. His outfit. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on the outfit. We'll see. We'll see I'm if sure it comes you'll together. Be, you'll be just fine. There's, there's rumor... I might get to be part of a photo shoot. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. Ooh. Yes. Game of Thrones. Maybe you get your own yes. police Yes, actually. You never know. That was already noted. Okay. If it happens, yeah. That's very exciting for yeah. you. Yeah. How about you, Tim? Are you going to do anything for Halloween? You know what? I'm going to turn off the lights on my house and hide from children. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I do have two dollar store scarecrows on my front steps. <laughs> but I walked around the neighborhood. And, Aha, there's another cheap skate who bought dollar, dollar store scarecrows <laughs> in my neighborhood. No, I always hide... <laughs> I am yep. totally with you. I always hide inside of my house. Well, now I live in a I live in a locked front apartment building, which uh-huh. is the best. Oh, because really? children can't get through it. Mm-hmm. There's no way, and they can't get into the hallways. And even if they did get into the hallways, I wouldn't answer my door, so I don't have to worry about it. You know, I, I've lived in my neighborhood for so long now that the children who used to ride in tricycles are now like teenagers, and they're cussing and smooching in the gazebo every night. Oh, <laughs> cussing and smooching? <laughs> yes. Well, that must be weird to see like strange kids like growing up right before you. Like, all right, now that you're well, in this space. Well, it's like, did these people trade their kids for some older ones? No, I've only been here 12 years. <laughs> I know. And that's the <laughs> these kids are in now. baby carriages and now they're using four-letter words and ripping around the neighborhood and throwing slurpy boxes from 7-Eleven all over oh. the place. Have you ever um, like had Halloween candy for children for Halloween? I never have. I'm trying to think. I've done it a few times. Well, yeah, no. you're, I, I, I know you're nice. I have. I, I no, never nice. have. Well, yeah. I mean, I do it mainly because they're going to show up anyway, and then. No, I remember seeing you do it like last year or a couple of years ago, and you bought a bunch of candy, and nobody came, and you were sad. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> because I didn't want the candy, so so I had that. Yeah, uh, but yeah. The, I, I kind of I kind of got tired of doing it, it though because I haven't done it in a couple of years. Because the last time I did it, there were these kids that showed up, and one of them had a mustache. And I'm like, you're way too old to be here at my door. And they weren't dressed up either. And they're like, don't mustaches come early for some kids? Yeah, but this kid was like 14 or 15 and with a mustache and not dressed up. I oh. mean, I'm not giving that kid candy. So no. I said no. And he got mad about it and then they left. Well, you don't, but, you don't, I, but I didn't give him candy. It was on principle alone. Like, you're not dressed up. No. No. I'm not I'm getting send them away. Yeah. 
The only thing I'm worried about on my front steps is there's this little container. I don't make it to the wastebasket after the dog does its duty, so I keep the bags in a little container next to the door. Uh-huh. So I'm worried that somebody's going to come by and think it's self-service and get home and open up this bag and find <laughs> not candy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tim, so, you have to. Okay. Well, now that, that, that might be, be a possibility, you have to leave it up there. Let Mommy and Daddy check what's inside the bag to make sure there's nothing oh dangerous in here. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh my but god! But maybe I should move that container. I don't think you should. <laughs> no, I think you should just put it off if until Sunday. They're up there going through your stuff. Let them. That's their problem. <laughs> put up a little sign that says "Help yourself." Oh my god! It looks like homemade like brownies. Yes. Oh my god! And I have two different sized dogs. I have a small one and a large one, so it's really trick or treat. <laughs> well, I think that you should probably leave that out. I'm okay. just saying it would be, well. it's probably the best. <laughs> I just want to see some like over paranoid parents searching for razor blades it's, in there. <laughs> Let me feel this just a little bit more to make sure that there's nothing sharp in here. <laughs> Tim, yes. where can people find uh, all over the world? Where can people uh, find out about your podcast? You go to you go to the iTunes, the iTunes, and, got it. and yep. you and you write in Tim Riley Breaking News, and it should come up. The, uh, At least it has for me. It says Tim Riley breaking news by unknown. By unknown. Yes. <laughs> Maybe if you type in unknown, it might come up to you. <laughs> and are some of them titled, I was looking earlier, are some of them titled like fall series yes. as well? Did you start that? Okay. Yes. Every every season has a different series. Oh, so this is it's kind of like one. a BBC series. That's perfect. You know, when, awesome. I, when I get tired, I just change the season. <laughs> That's a good. And it thought. makes it sound like it's brand new. Heck yeah! yeah. The, the, like we have four big seasons of programs oh, every that year. Is, That's a great idea. I we should have so. we should have thought about that. We should have thought ago. about that. Yeah. Well, you can steal it from me. I don't. Know. Oh, yeah. Tim, please do. <laughs> All right, done and done. We'll steal from you. <laughs> <laughs> and you still have that. You still have the same MacBook as I have. I sure do. It's still trucking. Is the rubber burnt off the bottom of it? It sure is. <laughs> yeah, I have third degree I have third degree burns on both <laughs> knees. <laughs> <laughs> Mine does that too. I'll set it on a pillow. I've been afraid that I was going to set like my pillow on fire because yeah. it gets so hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically it's just a, a sheet of metal on the bottom and it gets super, super Ugh. hot. What's yeah, that sounds awful. I don't know. Oh, someone's trying to call me. And it's got to be the wrong number. Uh-oh. Nobody will be looking for me because I'm not on LinkedIn. No. <laughs> We're just not tall enough. None no, of us. <laughs> Tim, well, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank I you for inviting me. Tim you Riley. I love talking to real human beings. It's it's such a rare thing to sit in front of a microphone and talk to people at the same table. It's very, very rare these days. It doesn't happen in any other medium except here. Oh, man. Well, we are so fortunate to have you in. Well, thank you very much. I've had so much fun. Oh, and congratulations on your podcast. Everybody go subscribe to Tim's podcast. Mm -hmm. Listen to it. Tim Riley Breaking News by Unknown. By Unknown. Leave him a five star review. Five star review. Bump unknown, him yes. up. And I'll leave you some trick or treat candy on my front stage. <laughs> that is amazing. It's the house with the scarecrows. Help yourself. Yeah, the, to yeah, the $2 t- store <laughs> scarecrows. The double scarecrows. <laughs> Special fun. Help yourself to a treat. <laughs> uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 575 9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Oh, really quick. Yes. There was yes. something we needed to do. Yes. We need. To remind everybody about our sponsor, Asylum. Yes. Our fine sponsor, Asylum, on 37th and Hawthorne, Anton and Deb. They're fantastic. They're longtime fans of our show and the Rick Emerson show. And uh, this, If they knew me, they'd be fans of my show, too. Yes. No, then they, they certainly Actually, should be. Actually, they do I'm listen to sure your show. I'm pretty sure Anton does. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, Anton, fine listener of Tim Riley Breaking News. 
Good for you, by Anton. unknown. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anton makes all the right decisions, yes. including listening to Tim Riley's. Please show. patronize his business. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. And this weekend, they wanted us to uh, let everybody know on uh, Halloween Day they're going to have a live mannequin. In the oh, window. cool! Yeah. yeah, they do that in the window where the mannequin kind of moves mm-hmm. slightly. Yes, I like it. Yes. What will he be dressed as, or she? Uh, I think it's a she, and I don't know. But I, I'm assuming clothes that they sell there. Yeah. Oh, okay. You'll have to head there to find yeah, out. I'm not sure. 37th and Hawthorne, Asylum. Thank you very much. All right. We'll be back tomorrow <laughs> with more <laughs> Fun Employment right. Radio. Stuck up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.